Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today is March 4th, and it is 2022, and it is 11.42 a.m. on a beautiful, sunny, gloriously beautiful, sunny day here in Central Florida, the Sunshine State. And today, I'm going to talk to you about how to have a good day. And the reason I'm focusing on this topic today is because on Wednesday, after I had a very long talk with my therapist, I decided I was going to do a positive, like, sort of pep talk podcast, which I did yesterday. And yesterday, I had a very positive day. And so I want to, like, sort of solidify. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. Wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah. to Yay. boot it up. Um, and so I, anyways, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. Right. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? So today's topic is how to have a good day. And I'm basically gonna tell you about the techniques that I use and that have been suggested to me to use that have worked for me when I have been suffering from feeling depressed and which many people in today's modern world, believe me, the statistics show that there's a huge amount of overwhelming depression going on out there. And and many people I know throughout my life have suffered from depression. I'm one of them. And so here is my, it's probably not going to be the longest podcast in the world, but it might be very concise and to the point. We'll see how it goes. How to Have a Good Day by Dave Fremland. The first thing is upon awakening, okay, this is very important. When we wake up in the morning, Okay, I'm going to say we or you or I. I'm going to interchange pronouns because I'm not all about it right now. I'm about the message. When a person wakes up in the morning, basically within that first half hour, you, you have time to set the tone for your day. Basically, you have a half hour. You could give yourself really whatever happens in that first half hour of waking up is going to set the tone for your day. Whatever is in your head whatever is physically happening to you, whatever's going on in the world, whatever you allow into your space, into your wake-up moment, okay, into your wake-up period, whatever you allow in there, that's going to influence your day. You basically have about 20 minutes or 30 minutes, okay, to, to what I call turn my head around, okay? Turn the head around. Okay, so what I do is I often wake up with a very strong sense of overwhelm. I suddenly am rushed with all the things that have to get done or maybe I'm overwhelmed because I have too many long hours in the day to be in pain and uncomfortable and I'm dreading it. Or maybe I just don't know what to do with myself and I feel like I have discomfort. So what I do is I don't, I can't, I can't deny those thoughts that they're there. But what I can do is I can push them off out of my 20-minute zone, okay? 
So what I tell myself when those things rush into my brain, I tell myself, this is not for right now. This right now is my time to wake up, okay? And so I like to feel sort of cozy in the bed. And then I like to put my feet directly on the ground so they're both pointing forward and are flat on the ground. I like to wiggle my toes in the carpet. I usually take a deep breath. And I push everything off that is not that. Everything off. If, if check email, da, da, all these thoughts rush into my head, I push them off. I tell them, you, you're, you're valid, but you are valid for later on. Right now is my moment to just let my head focus. And so then once I realize that I'm awake and that difference between being in bed and being actually ready to stand up occurs, we all have that moment. You know, you might not be as aware of it as I am, but I, I encourage you to be have a great awareness um, in the in those moments. I know it's that's the moments when we're not aware, but my encouragement is to like put awareness on it in the level like not like oh my god I have to be aware of what I'm doing right away first. Thing. No no no. I mean just be aware of like that you have 20 minutes to turn your head around or to keep things out of your of your space, okay? I think it's really important, okay? So um, what I then do is I stand up. I look around the room. Uh, I push out any thoughts that don't belong there because the next thought is I'm going to make my bed, okay? Now I've said this. All, I'm not going to give you the whole routine. But the basic idea is to have a planned routine in the morning you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. That in which you are doing for 20 minutes. Okay? 20 minutes of just, for me, I don't care what your routine is. For me, it's basically making the bed and then like doing my morning evolutions, feeding myself, taking my vitamins. You know, I don't like to take phone calls until after that. Okay? So whatever your routine is, I suggest 20 to 30 minutes, even a little bit longer. And, you know, no news, no, no outside world, no uh, phone calls, no emails, no bank accounts. Just allow your body and your brain to, to be in the world, in your world, in, in your calm and it's very, for me, it's really, really important. And on the times when I don't do that and I don't take the time and I don't give myself that that buffer between a being asleep and being awake, if I don't really allow for that and push those thoughts out of overwhelm, if I allow that to creep in, my whole day will be, will be clouded by overwhelm, depression, Whatever that you can't let it, it can't be allowed in. And that 20 minutes, this is not just me making this up. This is scientific and you can look it up. I'm not going to go and do research for you, but I have been involved in learning about these issues for at least minimum of 25 years based on my own personal mental health issues. And I can tell you from the experts that I've worked with that these things apply across the board. 
And yesterday I applied all of these things. I had been very depressed. I mean, I was on Wednesday complaining to my therapist. I just don't know how long more I can be depressed. And he's like, I want you to, to remember what works for you and do it. And I, I did a positive podcast. I did all these things in the morning yesterday. I, I remembered what works. And what works is 20 minutes. You have to have it, okay, to turn your head. Around. And how you turn your head around, I'm, I don't like, oh, my God, I got to think happy thoughts right away. It doesn't work that way. That only will cause more anxiety. No, 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 no. Self-care. Making the space, okay, making the bed is a good buffer zone between being asleep and being awake. I don't know why it works, but here's what, for me, it's the first thing. And for me, it's because it takes time. I got to take all the pillows off. I got to take the sheets off, everything. And I make all the corners, everything perfect. And then like line it, go to one side. Then I walk around the bed, go the other side, then come back to the other side again. Then make the pillows all fluffy and put the blanket just so. And it takes me, it takes me 20 minutes to get it just how I want it. And I don't think about anything else but making a perfect bed. It's almost like meditation. And if I have thoughts for later that come in, I tell them I'm making the bed right now. But I do allow thoughts of gratitude. Like, oh, I'm so glad I woke up today. Oh, it's sunny out today. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have depression today. Anything that's positive, I allow it. But if it's negative, I say no. And that's why I recommend making the bed first thing. But that's not the only ingredient. Okay, then food, nutrition. Like I'm very about vitamins. I'm very about food. Okay. Then after that first 20 minutes, then I just really make sure that I that in that first 20 minutes, I really plant my head. And yesterday, I'm going to tell you, yesterday I applied everything that I'm talking about right now, every single thing. I applied it yesterday. And my day, I cannot even be as grateful as I am now because it went exactly how I, and I'm not going to say every day is like that, <laughs> believe me. But yesterday, I was very conscious of applying the principles that I'm talking about and the techniques that I'm talking I was very conscious of it because I am tired of being depressed. And at some point, it has to turn around. And I said, I talked to a professional. They said, here's, remember what works for you. And so I remembered yesterday, and these are what works for me. Then when I'm ready to face the world, I don't face it all at once. I pick, I pick bites that are chewable, okay? So I don't first thing in the morning go onto my bank account and start looking at financial things because financial things, I know damn well that financial things will make me stressed. I know this because of a lifelong history, all right? But I know that picking a little spot in my house and like today I vacuumed my carpet. I've been meaning to, va to vacuum the carpet for like two weeks, all right? It has to be vacuumed daily. And I have been way behind on it. And today I was like, I'm going to vacuum the carpet. So I pick one part of my house that I can, a, a small enough chunk. I don't want to over, I don't want to look at a corner and go, oh my God, it's so messy. I pick a doable chunk of what I can accomplish and I get it done. And then I remind myself, yay, I did it. Yay, I did it. And I reward myself for every little thing, okay? 
and I'm not going to go over every last little thing I did yesterday. But then what I do, because the coming out of depression, it's really overwhelming, okay? Because when you're depressed, when I'm depressed, people are depressed, just doing anything just seems like, oh, how? And so what I do, and this is not, this has been given to me by professionals many, many times. They all agree. Sizable chunks, like a size of a chunk of what I know I can do. Pay one bill. Just pay one. Pay the, pay the smallest bill. You know, pay the bill. And just put it in the mail. Done one. I feel good about it, right? I feel good that I did it. You know, I don't get involved in like all my, I don't have to pay all my bills today and be overwhelmed about money. No, I don't have to. And I can pay one bill today and I can do vacuum my bedroom carpet or I can clean a corner in my kitchen that has been overly come with grease, whatever. And then I can feel good about the accomplishment. It doesn't have to be grand. I'm Dave Fremland and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. And if you're depressed and you're coming out of depression, it can be a very small accomplishment with a very large, large sense of, oh, God, I did it. And that very small accomplishment with the very large sense of I did it can go a very, very, very long way. It can. So small chunks of tasks that are doable and a big reward for getting it done, okay, I like to physically clap when I do something well, okay? And then don't, this is very important, and this probably is like one of the principal things that I do. Don't put too many things on the day that already it makes it overwhelming. I will never add more than three, say, tasks to my day only because my mental health can't handle it. But you know, there used to be a time when I could do 10 things. Now I can do three things. You know, I can go to the grocery store, go to the gym, uh, and go to a dance class. You know, or I can take a singing lesson and go to this grocery store and go to Disney World. Or I can't do a lot of things all at once. So the, this is kind of like breaking things down into doable tasks but it's also break your day down into not too many things that, oh my God, I've got to go from here to there, then be here to there, then be here to there. Like another weird thing about me is I like to come home in between each thing. So I wouldn't like to go from the gym to the grocery store. I know it's not practical, but I would prefer to go to the gym and then come home and then go to the grocery store and then come home. I know it's weird. I know it's quirky. But to me, it feels very overwhelming to go from place to th to th, okay? It just seems like too far away from my house for too long. So what I do, I break it down into what I can do, all right? And for everybody, that's different. And on some days, I can do multiple things. If I plan it just right, I can do it just right. But it takes, it takes um, conscious thought. And, you know, this is... this positive uh how to have a, a good day is really based on like if you're coming out of depression because if you're already like not depressed you probably don't need to hear this 
but it's also good to hear it anyway. So don't put too many things on the day that are going to like overwhelm you from the start. And if you have important things like go to the DMV or uh, have to go to a court appearance or something, make it only one thing that day. You just, all you have to do is the one thing. Concentrate on just the one thing. You know, and even so, I only concentrate on whatever the one next thing is. And I always have the option of I can't do anything else. I can only do this and I'm done. I always have the option. Sorry, ma'am, I can't come to your appointment today. I'm sorry. Okay. And so it's very important to not have the day be overloaded with tasks that are going to be too heavy and too much and too grand that force you to go backwards. Because what happens, at least for me, is if I take a step forward and I feel really good about it and I get really confident and I think, oh, all of a sudden I'm fine. And then I take three steps forward and that third step, that third step was too big of a step and it was scary and hard and overwhelming. It might push me back all the way to the very beginning. And so you know how you, you hear the term take three steps forward, two steps back. But what if you take three steps forward and then four steps back because the fourth step is so huge. So it's very important to just, you know, and then the other thing, which also goes with that, with the step back, is it's very, very important to not be, and I don't want to say not be, it's important to be patient and be kind and gentle with yourself. Like for me, I have a very strong, like a lot of people too, I guess, I have a tendency to like be very critical of myself and feel like I didn't accomplish what I wanted and I'm not a failure. It's very important to just say, look, this is where I'm at today. I do this at the, at the gym. It's very easy because sometimes I go to the gym and I could just lift weight. I can put on as much, I, I'm going to push myself today. I'm going to add five pounds to everything and I can do that. And then there's some days I go to the gym and I have to like, I don't even want to lift 10 pounds, but I go anyway and I lift light weights just to let my body know that it still is going to be responsible for movement, but it doesn't have to be a power workout on every single workout. In fact, it's not even healthy for every workout to be a power workout. You know, it's good to do some like endurance workouts and some power workouts and some like just like stretching workouts it's good to move it around and so that's the same the gym is a beautiful example if you're a gym person of not every day can be the power workout and it has to be okay it's not supposed to be a power workout every day and so the key ingredient all of these ingredients are key but for me a very very key ingredient there's two of them that go kind of together one the Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. Is to be very... To not... To understand that not every day can be the power day. And then two <clears throat> is to be grateful for the day that is the power day that feels really good. You know, like today, 
it's a really special day for me because it's March 4th and it happens to be my clean day. And it's, I've never been clean this long before. So it's a big deal. And I happen to feel very grateful about it. I don't feel proud of myself for making an accomplishment. I feel really grateful that it even happened. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to look back and see where were my mistakes along the way. I'm just feeling damn grateful that I'm, that I'm not in the position that I was two years ago. You know? And that feeling, it goes a long way. And so I try to recognize... And I believe me, I go to a therapist, I go to counselors, I go to meetings. I have to be reminded all the time. That's why I'm making, one of the reasons I'm making this very positive podcast is to remind myself because my therapist said, why don't you just remind yourself every day? And so like, here it is, this is my reminder. But it's very important to allow for being human, for not being perfect, for just, I tried today and I couldn't do it. And so tomorrow will be, but don't beat yourself up. It's like not every day is a power workout. It isn't. It isn't. And then the days that it does feel good to really recognize it. My therapist told me when you feel a moment, when you feel something good, like recognize what were you thinking the second before that. And this morning, yesterday, I really tried everything he told me. I was paying very close attention yesterday because I wanted to do, when I pay for therapy out of my own pocket, I want to take every piece of advice. So I was paying very close attention to what he said and I paid attention. And I noticed that in the times when I have, when the times when I'm feeling grateful for just having things be okay are the times when things really feel okay for me. If I try to feel proud that I did it, it doesn't feel right for me. I don't feel like I did it. It feels like it feels like I'm grateful for the grace of the moment. You know what I mean? And then I feel like, okay, I'm grateful I'm grateful that even despite the mistakes that I make and the stupidity that I can sometimes exhibit, that things can also be okay. You know what I mean? And so in the moments And I was paying very close attention to that this morning and yesterday. And when I don't focus on creepy feelings and I focus on gratitude feelings, I and gratitude really is the primary good feeling because pride leads me down a path where I feel too confident and then I screw up. And so like pride is dangerous. It's good to feel like I think when I feel proud about something, I think I feel a little warmer in my heart when I realize that it's really gratitude that I have and not pride. Pride, here's the difference. Pride is when I think, wow, I did this and look at what I did. And then I want other people to recognize, look at this accomplishment, see how good I am. And then that leads me to a path where I think I'm really good at stuff. And then I will take on projects that I'm really are above me and I will do things above my level and get myself all flustered and stressed and then I screw up everything and then I feel like why did I even try and so that's pride that's where pride will take me where gratitude is different than that is where gratitude is that I recognize the difference between where I was and where I am now okay and I recognize that all these steps along the way that I took 
but I recognize that this is the result of forces greater than myself. Let's put it that way. I can take the actions that are that are the correct actions and I can do the things that are supposed I could take the nail and the hammer and hammer the nail in, but I'm not the one who designed hammers and nails. You know what I mean? I'm only a person who can just hammer the nail. And so the result of the end result of the nail being nailed by the hammer, yeah, I, I had a part in it, but that's not really all me, is it? So I try to recognize gratitude instead of pride. Like I will feel pride. Don't get me wrong. I'm a human. And then I'll go, wait, pride is not pride. I didn't do this. I took part in it. Like somebody today congratulated me on my accomplishment. Okay. They were like, wow, you really did it. And I said, yeah, I did. And then I thought about it. I said, no, I didn't. We did it. Because all the people, see how, like now I feel like I'm going to cry. So all the people that helped me to get to this milestone, it's part of we. Okay. And he's like, but I don't, I didn't stay clean as long as you. I'm like, but you helped me. So that's part of we. We did it together. It's together. And when I recognize that as like the primary source instead of pride, so that's the difference between pride and gratitude. Look how I got. See how I got? See how the difference is between pride and gratitude? When I was talking about gratitude, how I got completely welled up and stuffed up. And when I was talking about pride, I just got sort of agitated. So that's the difference. Okay, that's the difference. So, okay, that's my podcast for today. It's called How to Have a Good Day with a little tale about pride and gratitude. All right? So thank you for listening. I hope that this makes you have a good day or helps you have a good day or many good days. Thank you for listening and have a good day. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.